We've all chosen to create custom pet portraits because we love animals so much, right? But that's not enough to make it a successful career. Besides all this great love for these furry friends, it also takes a certain level of skill to draw them. It's not easy, but it's all much simpler than it seems if you are willing to put the hard work into it. This is what we are going to talk about here today at the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast, but just before we do that, I need to remind you that if you want to join my mailing list at pepinadragosr.com, you will be the first one to hear when I release a new episode of my podcast, and please also feel free to follow me on Instagram at addragospepino underscore art to get in touch with me. I also have a Patreon now, so if you want to support me and my podcast, this is the best way to do it. You can find more about that in the show notes or simply go on Patreon and look for the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. Now, let's discuss what can you do to take your pet drawing skill to the next level. We all know that in order to succeed at something, we need to invest time and do that thing as often as possible, which is also known as practice. I know you hear everywhere that you need to practice a lot, but ask yourself, do you practice with a certain plan in mind or just a little bit here and there until nothing sticks and it doesn't work out? We all have a lot of passion when we start something new and we want to do it as much as possible, but everything has to be done with a purpose. For example, many of us have too high expectations from the start, wanting everything to be perfect from the first drawing, but we do ourselves more harm than good. Rome wasn't built in a day, which is also one of my favorite mottos. Likewise, with a career as a pet portrait artist, you can't expect that in one day, without any experience or practice behind you, you'll create a flawless golden retriever drawing. First of all, you don't even know where to start, and what colors to use because you have never drawn this dog breed before. That isn't a problem because everyone needs to start somewhere, but you always must keep in mind that at first you are going to fail, you'll be frustrated, but you'll come out of all of this better and with a lesson learned. Secondly, when you take a new path, you need to start with baby steps, not giant steps. But what do I mean by baby steps and giant steps? Baby steps, in this case of drawing a pet portrait, means learning the color wheel or practicing the proportions of the animals and training your eye to fit the nose, eyes or ears where they belong and noticing when something is out of place. These are some basics of creating a pet portrait. Giant steps, on the other hand, means just the opposite, which is to throw yourself into finishing a full drawing all at once without knowing anything about everything that goes into a pet portrait. If you notice that you aren't progressing, you are probably not practicing enough or you are practicing a little bit of everything without having a clear purpose. I recommend this. For example, you want to learn how to draw pet portraits. Although all dogs, for example, have the same features, some breeds have more noticeable differences, but they all have two eyes, a nose, two ears and a mouth. What if, instead of drawing the whole dog, you draw just one eye. Wouldn't that be more productive? You could draw that one eye until it comes out the way you want and until you are satisfied with the end result. After that, you can do the other one, eventually trying to do both of them on the same paper as if they were part of a complete drawing, but you are going to draw only those two eyes. The ultimate goal is to gain confidence in drawing realistic eyes so that you are going to be ready when you start a full drawing. 
The same principle can be applied to drawing noses, ears, etc. This was a tip for total beginners, but what if you are a more advanced pet portrait artist, but still can't reach that level of realism? Most likely it is because the values in your drawing aren't strong enough. Maybe you are afraid to use the blackest pencil in your set, because you know that, once applied, you can't really erase it that easily, or maybe you are afraid of using a very strong highlight, which probably can bring the whole drawing to life. I can give you as many examples as I want, but what I want to get across is that the values are very important to get to that level of realism. If you see something black in your reference photo, use a black pencil, not a paint grey or a dark grey. What you see in the reference photo has to be applied to your drawing. Once, I was in your shoes as well. I didn't know why nothing was changing even though I did my best, but what I discovered was that I had to change the pencils I was using. I was using Prismacolor pencils, which are okay, but they weren't compatible with me and my techniques. I have a very heavy hand when I'm drawing, which means I'm pressing very hard on the pencils, and because Prismacolor are wax-based, they're creamier and more fragile, ending up breaking a lot. It was only after doing some research and finding out Faber-Castell polychromas that I knew at the moment, when I got the pencils home and tested them, that a new journey would begin. They were really perfect to me, and the rest is history. The point is that you have to sit down with yourself and analyze what the problem is that stands in the way of your skill development. If you really don't know what to do, look at your favorite artists, ask them questions, analyze their drawings, find out what materials they are using, and what techniques. Another obstacle in improving your pet portrait art is sometimes your own mindset. The thought that you're not good enough, like the other artists, and that there's nothing more you can do because you're never going to get to that level, is like poisoning yourself because those negative thoughts are really poisoning your mind, lowering your self-esteem, which leads to not practicing anymore or even at all, blocking you from discovering new ideas that really can be those things that can change everything for you. Comparing yourself to others is not the way that is going to help you evolve. As I said before, not everything is perfect in the beginning. A drawing made today won't be the same as the one made in a few months when you are going to have more experience. You only have to compare yourself with yourself, who you are today, aiming to be better tomorrow. Maybe you aren't evolving because you're not using the right medium for you. I used color pencils for about 5 years and 6 or 7 months ago, I jumped into pastels which taught me a very important lesson about myself. With color pencils, I always had this fear of drawing on a bigger scale because, as you know, color pencils are a very slow medium and a bigger drawing would have taken me out of time. However, with pastels, I have worked up the courage to try a bigger scale drawing and I discovered that I much prefer drawing larger than I thought I did before when I thought that my favorite sizes were 5 with 7 inches or 8 to 10 inches, but I couldn't have known that about myself if I wouldn't have tried something new. The pet portraits are a pleasure to draw. If you follow all the steps correctly, give yourself all the time you need and practice as much as you can. Once you stop practicing, you'll get comfortable and let go of this routine of drawing as often as possible. Did you know that our body muscles have memory? We as artists 
are using our hands to draw, which also have a memory of their own. If you don't use it often enough, you'll find it much harder to know what pressure to apply in certain places, and you'll notice as well that your hand is getting tired more easily. Even if you only have 10 minutes to practice today, that's still a step forward because you are going to be better than yesterday, and if tomorrow you practice 10 minutes again, you are going to be better than today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pet Portrait Artist podcast. If you liked this episode and if you think it can help another fellow pet portrait artist, please leave a review and feel free to follow my podcast on whatever platform you are listening from. It would help me a lot. To connect with me, the best way is Instagram. You can find me there as ad.dragospepina.art. I am looking forward to hear from you. If you want to support me and my podcast, I have created a Patreon for it. You can find more information in the show notes or look for me on Patreon as the Pet Portrait Artist Podcast. Don't forget it. If I can be a successful pet portrait artist, so can you.